Pentagon spokeswoman Sabrina Singh said a detailed review of the accounting error found that the military services used replacement costs rather than the book value of the equipment that was pulled from Pentagon stocks and sent to Ukraine. She said final calculations show there was an error of $3.6 billion in the current fiscal year and $2.6 billion in the 2022 fiscal year. So just to cover this, the error is that when they calculated the value of the things they were sending to Ukraine in our stockpiles, they valued them at what it would cost to replace those things. And instead, they realized that it was wrong for them to do that. They should have valued them at what we paid for those things. I said this before, and I'll say it again. It's just, it's just cooking the books. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And they can get away with it. If it's an you error. You cannot do this in your own business, by the way. <laughs> no. You need to replace things, Charlie. Yeah. If it is an error, what it would mean is that we don't need to replace these things and that we're not going to replace them. If you're going to say that that's an error, then that means we don't plan on replacing that thing. Do you think that that's the case? We're not going to replace the thing? It'd be like me having insurance on my house valued at about 40% of what the house costs right now, if you were going to go along those lines. Now, if they're not going to replace the things, you could say, okay, well, that's what it costs us to do this. We don't have any interest in replacing the stockpile. It's just sitting over there going bad. You can have that leftover uranium or whatever it is. That's fine. Uh, You can have it. As a result, the department now has additional money in its coffers to use to support Ukraine as it pursues its counteroffensive against Russia. And it... Wait, hang... Oh, Ukraine as it pursues. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, is the Pentagon pursuing pursuing counteroffense against Russia? Technically Ukraine, although we're just paying them to fight Russia, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it comes as the fiscal year is wrapping up and congressional funding was beginning to dwindle. Isn't it weird that they found this extra money as the congressional funding was beginning to dwindle? Mm. The U.S. has approved four rounds of aid to Ukraine in response to Russia's invasion, totaling about $113 billion, with some of that money going toward replenishment of U.S. military equipment that was sent to the front lines. Members of Congress have repeatedly pressed Defense Department leaders on how closely the U.S. is tracking its aid to Ukraine to ensure that it is not subject to fraud or ending up in the wrong hands. Um, I'll just go ahead and tell you <laughs> it is. Why would it be any different from anything else that the Defense Department does? Yeah. The Pentagon has said it has a robust program to track the aid as it crosses the border into Ukraine and to keep tabs on it once it's there, uh, depending on the sensitivity of the weapon system, mm-hmm. they're able to keep yeah. tabs on it. Yeah, and by robust program, they mean <laughs> extremely manual and easily manipulated. It's a, it's a self-filled out survey. Like, did you fraud or abuse any of these things? And they're like, no, I didn't. So this is clearly just so we can send more things to Ukraine. And who is it really good for? First off, it's good for Ukraine, clearly. It's also good for defense contractors, the people who are going to make the replacement weapons, because we're going to replace every single one of them, and then some. And we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. We've got the status of the U.S. inventory, and this was actually sometime last year. Uh, when you look at some of the, the rockets, the HIMARS launchers, limited status, Javelin missiles, limited uh, anti-tank missiles, limited Stinger missiles are limited. You know, some of these, they say adequate inventory, adequate inventory. Uh, but a lot of them are now, uh, let's see, okay in the short term, limited in the medium term for the MLRS rockets. 
And the thing is, all of these things are going to need to be replaced. So I ask once again, why would we not value these items at what it will cost us to replace them versus what we paid for them? In the case of something like a Stinger missile, according to Raytheon, we haven't purchased Stinger missiles from them in 18 years. So what do you think the cost difference is now on those? And just to drive home a little bit more, the replacement of weapons that we are sending to Ukraine, remember the error that the Pentagon found is that we valued things based on the replacement of the items, not on what we paid for them 18 years ago. Not the book value. Not the book value. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, don't worry. The U.S. is now buying more Stingers after the missile success in Ukraine. Actually, this is also from last year. This is the replace, some of those original 1,400 that we sent over there to them. There are some questionable numbers that we'll be looking at here. The Army said on Friday it awarded a contract worth $625 million to Raytheon for anti-aircraft Stinger missiles in order to replenish stocks sent to Ukraine. U.S. troops have limited use for these Stingers, a lightweight, self-contained weapon that can be deployed quickly to defend against helicopters, airplanes, drones, spy balloons, and even cruise missiles. <laughs> but the United States needs to maintain its supply on hand while it develops the next generation of these weapons. Since February... Why, the, do, why do we need this supply, by the way? Who decides? Our, our only use for these weapons, these are the ones you see them put the, you know, up on the shoulder, mm -hmm. and they can fire them at an airplane or, or a balloon or whatever it is yeah. that's going around. And um, Hopefully not miss. Most of the wars that we fight, the, those people don't have air forces. Now, if we were to fight China or Ru we're fighting Russia right now with them, I mean, I get, it's important to have the option if someone were to no, invade. Saying, why do we need so many? Oh, I don't know. Because we got to give some to Ukraine. Mm. And also because these people give money to your political campaigns. And if you don't maintain adequate stockpiles, they don't get adequate money to have adequate campaign finances for mm. you. You know, that's one mm. of the big issues. The contract for up to 1,468 stingers was awarded on Wednesday, according to a document, and was worth up to $687 million with the options added in. That's $467,000 per missile. Mm. By the way, just in case anyone was wondering, 1,468. <clears throat> Oddly, to replace the 1,400 that we sent to Ukraine... Got to have an extra 68 in case any of them get lost in shipping, a little bit of breakage, something like that. Um, there was no timeline for completion, uh, but it could take 30 months for the delivery. The president of Raytheon said the order will help fulfill their current military order and replenish the stingers provided to Ukraine and accelerating production. Keep in mind, with the 1,468 stingers, the $687 million contract, this is roughly $467,000 per missile that we're going to be paying. Uh, the U.S. Department of Defense has not purchased a Stinger in 18 years, meaning the ones that we just gave to Ukraine, Charlie, you're about to find are 18 years what, old. They, what they cost at the time. Uh, coming up here in a second. Mm. Because not only are we giving away a bunch of our Stingers and then we're ordering a bunch more, oddly enough... We're also looking for new anti-aircraft missiles 
to replace these old, useless Stinger missiles that we don't even need in the first place. They're decrepit. They smell funny. <laughs> and the dogs are always bothering with them. It's time for new. And I had uh, these terrible headaches. was diagnosed with having a... a uh, anyway... They had to take the top of my head off a couple times, <laughs> see if I had a brain. The U.S. Army wants a new human portable missile that soldiers can use to shoot down aircraft. Looking to replace the Stinger anti-war weapon, the Army put out a request for information on March 28th and wants the weapon in production by 2027. That's good. we got four years mm-hmm. to figure this out. A new anti-air weapon program for the Army has long been in the works, but Russia's invasion of Ukraine has cast the issue in stark relief. The solicitation dryly notes that the current Stinger inventory is in decline, which is one way to describe the U.S. Army sending thousands of missiles from its own inventory to Ukraine's military. The missiles cost $38,000 apiece. That's a much better missile price. We got a way better deal when we bought them... uh, 18 years ago, according to Raytheon, was the last mm-hmm. time that we ordered Stinger missiles uh, or purchased Stinger missiles from them. Uh, according to this publication, those missiles were $38,000 a piece. Now, there could be other costs associated with this. There could be the missile itself, which is separate from the launching device itself. And the, this one includes the launch device plus the missile. Let's just be generous and say that the missiles like... Uh, all in all, like $120,000 a piece, because that's another number that I found online. But it turns out the new ones, if you want to buy these from Raytheon, coming out to about $467,000 per per missile. That's about a 1,500% increase. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that's nice. Oh, I kind of, I guess I put this down here. Yeah, I didn't put it in if, red, though. If that figure is correct, we're spending up to $687 million to replenish $56 million worth of missiles. Now, you see how the Pentagon found money here? Mm-hmm. So rather than putting on the books that it would cost 687 to replenish, they're like, oh, we only paid $56 million, so now we just found... $631 million. Just like that. Just like that. They saved that much money, actually. It's a surplus. That's like finding $20 <laughs> in your pocket, man. 